And me, Brad. Benji's very drunk right now. (laughs) Giving you the life, the loves and lows of living in London. Two gays, one city. What What could could possibly possibly go go wrong? (laughs) Apart from Benji drinking a whole bottle of wine before we've even pressed record. I know, I'm sorry. It's been a very, very long day and I just... It's actually really good wine. Lovely little Merlot. I know. Well, we're actually celebrating today because we're coming to the end of season four. Yeah. What a year it's been for us. It's been amazing. And we've been planning the finale episode whilst having the glass of wine and it might have turned into two or three glasses of wine. Two or three <laughs> bottles. And here we are. But no, we've got a really exciting podcast episode coming uh, for you today. Is <laughs> that even a thing coming for you? It, <laughs> our podcast episode is coming for you. Coming for you. <laughs> we are very excited to have on this episode this week, a very special guest, which is Mr. Dave Rich. Now you may have seen us post about it on our Instagram and of course on his Instagram. Um, and later on in the episode, he will be here answering all your questions that you've sent in as well well as a few questions that we have for him as well yeah and if you don't know who dave rich is definitely go check out his instagram not only is he absolutely gorgeous to look at gorgeous <laughs> you love saying that he's absolutely gorgeous cheryl cole is in the house <laughs> i'm cheryl cole i'm the nation's sweetheart <laughs> <laughs> no but he is so lovely as well isn't he and he's such an inspiration so yeah we are super excited to have him on and honestly some of the questions that you listeners have sent us to ask Dave <laughs> oh my goodness filth yeah really filthy you should be ashamed of yourself <laughs> some of you ashamed some of them really really lovely the others no outrageous yeah our Instagram account is going to get like you know shut down the filth <laughs> the level of filth call Kim Woodburn we need a clean up this is filthy filth <laughs> But one of the questions that kept coming in, which has inspired me to tell you a little story that happened to me recently, um, was about Dave's underwear and what he wears and all of that. And now, do you know what? I totally get it. I have a thing for underwear too, right? Mm -hmm. Um, And I don't know, are you into underwear, Benji? I'm into taking underwear off. (laughs) (laughs) But I love a nice pair of briefs or wife fronts or a jock strap on a guy. So yeah, I would say like, I have a little fetish for underwear or whatever. That's a little kink. You do. You do. You do. <laughs> um, but one of my friends is really into underwear, right? And he <laughs> sent on the group chat the other day, um, he was at the gym and a very attractive guy or a guy that he found attractive was in the shower and had left his clothes out on the bench whilst <gasps> he was showering. And he took his underwear no put it on and then left the gym wearing this guy's underwear oh my <laughs> his sweaty gym underwear yeah and he said that he also sniffed <laughs> oh my god <laughs> that's not okay i know i was like oh my goodness that is so outrageous <laughs> And he was like, I know, I do feel a bit bad now that I've just sold on this guy's underwear. But it's like, I just couldn't help myself. Like, it was just there. And I was checking him out in the gym. And his underwear was there. And he took it, had a sniff, put it on and walked home in this guy's underwear. <laughs> that is 
I, that's bad right that is bad that is really really bad someone might be listening to this podcast right now and be like oh my goodness my underwear went missing at the gym <laughs> yeah well we know where it went now exactly there is an underwear thief at the london gyms guys check yourselves when you're going okay oh, okay <laughs> i mean i've never stolen someone's underwear i've had underwear like left at my house yeah but I haven't like stolen it. And what have you done with that underwear that's been left? Okay. Well, I, wasn't, <laughs> I wasn't quite planning to bring this up on the podcast. Oh God. Do you wear it as well? <laughs> no, no, no. No, please. The sort of people that I sleep with, their underwear is not for me. Right. To, like to wear anyway. Uh-huh. Um, no, I normally just um, sort of leave it in my laundry basket and then like wash it. And then I have a drawer filled with, you know, previous <laughs> So you've got a drawer of hookup underwear. Oh my god, yes, I do. I do. I'm ashamed. Well, what are you going to do with all that underwear? Well, okay, this is actually—I really should not. But this is oversharing. Oh my god, get another glass of wine and tell us, can't wait. <laughs> I, I have been known to then when um the next hookup comes along in the morning, maybe like just some clean underwear <laughs> and give them the underwear of previous hookups that i have washed so you've done like a swap like you leave your dirties here i'll give you my clean ones yeah wow it's like a trade-in it's recycling it basically i'm saving the world you're doing the good thing for the environment yeah has anyone ever stolen your underwear no not at all no well not that i know of right because i've definitely had a jock strap of mine stolen see i don't own any of those things i don't think anyone would want to steal my underwear if i'm honest with you because they're full of skiddies Ah, no, first of all, I don't own a single pair of white underwear, not a single pair. All my underwear is black. Right. Or grey, I do have some grey, or from Molly and Tommy. Oh, okay, yeah. Molly and Tommy underwear is really nice, by the way. Mm-hmm. I've got my bamboo pair that I do wear, me old bamboo, from time to time. <laughs> lovely, lovely and comfortable. But we are digressing. I am... Um, no, I haven't stolen anyone's underwear. And whoever your friend is, have I met them? You have not met this one. No, he is outrageous though. Okay, let's keep it that way because he sounds <laughs> like a dirty, dirty thief. <laughs> he is a dirty thief. <laughs> oh my goodness, next time I go to the gym and get changed, I'm going to lock my underwear away. Yeah, you have to. There are thieves out there ready to take that. There certainly are thieves. And I tell you what, someone who has definitely stolen my attention is our next guest are you ready for him oh my goodness i can't wait oh my goodness here we go podcasters you're very welcome in advance but please 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 welcome to my big gay podcast it is the one the only the incredibly handsome the most wonderful soul dave rich Hey! <laughs> Hello, Dave! Hey, guys, how's it going? Good, thank you very much. I mean, we are great. It's our season four finale. We're having a little party. We're having the best time. Amazing. I've got to say, I am, I'm so thrilled to have been invited. Oh. I know we've been talking about getting me involved in the podcast for a while, but to be your season four finale guest is just yeah it's it's out of this world it's mind-blowing thank you you've uh You've made me very, very happy. You've made me feel very oh, special. Oh, that's so sweet. Oh, well, we like to make dreams come true, and that's what we're all about. Well, I've been dreaming of you two. Oh, <laughs> stop it. I can safely say we feel the exact same way. <laughs> Dave, we actually went through our, our DMs between each other. And did you know that we've actually been chatting on and off since May 21? 
that's when we st- no first way. sort of heard me through the podcast. Yeah, I know, over a year. Yeah, I was I was thinking about it the other day, and I remember when I think it was Brad left me a voice message. Oh God! <laughs> oh no! <laughs> Don't worry, it was clean. <laughs> um, I was on holiday in uh, Madeira at the time. I vividly remember getting this voice message, and I think you guys were trying to find uh, someone else to be involved in. Uh, your next blind date uh, kind of segment and that was the first thing that you asked me to do yeah and and you know that didn't work out but uh, here we are we made it (laughs) here we are we made it at last because we've obviously been following your profile uh, ever since we've been in touch since yeah since last year religiously yeah (laughs) right because you've got some (laughs) amazing pictures we'll come back to those in a bit but um yeah we've just seen you grow and grow and you've got such a following now yeah it's been a a real crazy ride yeah. uh, I would say from like kind of early 2020 it was like when kind of COVID first hit and mm. um like when we were all in lockdown I I I'd said to people like when, when other people were learning to I, well they were learning other languages or learning to make banana bread I was just posting pictures of myself <laughs> on the internet only wearing a pair of pants <laughs> and uh, yeah it kind of all went from there really and uh, yeah my following has just kind of gradually gone up and up and up um, but yeah last year it kind of really exploded um, and it's yeah it's just been amazing I feel extremely lucky to have so much kind of interest in me I, I can't think why it is no I can't think either <laughs> it must be because of my radiant personality that really comes across <laughs> in the pictures <laughs> I think during this episode we will break down exactly why that is uh, but something we do at the beginning of every episode is ask what you're drinking so have you got a drink with you Dave I do have a drink with me <gasps> and I had a feeling that you might ask me and this is so lame and people are gonna really eye roll when I say what I'm drinking but I <laughs> <laughs> I'm actually drinking a protein shake. No! I knew you was going to say protein shake. I knew it. Because <laughs> I was going to say, I, I wonder if, if you drink alcohol, because I know a lot of a lot of people that sort of really look after their physique, they don't. So you do you not drink at all or... Do we just happen to catch you post-workout? <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. I do drink. I really enjoy. Um, I enjoy a nice cold beer. I love a, a nice glass of red wine. Um, yeah, I get this question quite a lot. I get a lot of questions about my diet and, mm. yeah, about drinking. But, uh, yeah, I, lo- I, I love to have a drink. I, I believe that everything comes in moderation. I agree with that. I agree. Yeah. Because uh, life is for living as well, right? So I do know some fitness people people who are just all about the gym and diet and they don't seem to kind of like have fun in like the like the naughty foods or like a bit of alcohol every now and again so it's great to hear that you've got a nice little balance oh no absolutely I, I yeah like I said it's all about moderation I love a weekly takeaway I love to go out with my mates and get get absolutely shit faced I can like, drink <laughs> quite a lot of drink when uh, uh w- when the moment comes and yeah I'm I'm not like one of these people that gets really hung up about you know super clean eating and and mm. and, and no alcohol um I just I take it take it as a balance so yeah. if I have a big meal if I have a, a a big kind of binge drinking type night I'm just like okay I need to work that off and uh, yeah that's kind of just how I how I manage it really oh great well that's really encouraging to hear because I would love to have a nice toned physique right but um I just love partying too much so <laughs> moderation that's good to know exactly exactly <laughs> and speaking of going out where exactly are you based Dave 
So I live up in Nottingham. I've lived here uh, for 17 years, I think it is, but I'm originally from a little town called Shrewsbury in uh, the county of Shropshire. Nice. And have you got a drink, Benji, by the way? (laughs) Yes, I do. And I still have some (laughs) left before I get any sort of comments. I am on the red wine. Why red wine? Um... (laughs) (laughs) Are you going to share on the podcast? (laughs) No. Okay, right, Dave. I I made this joke earlier, which was not really meant to be a podcast joke, but thank you so much, Brad. Here we go. I was like, Brad, guess what I'm drinking? I'm drinking red wine. Because if you start on red, you end up in bed. <laughs> <laughs> and he was like, I hope um, Dave's going to be drinking red wine too. I was like, yeah, all right. <laughs> Good luck with that, Benji. <laughs> What's the white wine equivalent of that then? Oh, um, drink, start with white and be all right. Oh, okay. Apparently, I mean, I don't really listen to any of these rules. I just go straight to it. But Dave, this has just reminded me, you saying where you're from, is I walked past you at a train station yes do you remember and i messaged you i've literally just had a flashback to this now i remember i was with my nephew and niece and i was walking and i was like oh he looks really familiar carried on walking turned around i was like oh my goodness that's dave so i got my phone out <laughs> sent a message and then when i looked up you were gone it was like you just appeared for that moment to make my day better and then gone that's what i do i just pop up in all these places <laughs> <laughs> yeah we were in i was in um king's cross station i think i was just about to get a train up to cambridge and uh, yeah i think i literally made the train by the skin of my teeth so it was a case of like get to the train find the platform and go but yeah you were messaging me and yeah. you were like are you still there and i was literally like dashing down the, the platform <laughs> to the train i was like sorry i've gone <laughs> but like what are the chances of that i know that is mad there i was just bam there's dave <laughs> some of the like the i don't know when it kind of dawns on me that i have this i guess this kind of profile because of my my instagram is when i do get spotted mm. like um i think it was last summer i was in sitches and i know there's a lot of gay guys in sitches but I was just like walking along the promenade and this man like literally marched across and he was like oh my god I follow you on Instagram I was like oh hi and it just felt really really surreal yeah because obviously you probably like a little bit of a a gay celebrity really um since your followings have really picked up so for those of you who don't know you are an underwear swimwear and sportswear model and obviously you post a lot of fitness brands and and things like that so was that something that you've always done or was that something you fell into during lockdown or how'd you even come about doing all that yeah so it kind of yeah it kind of happened quite organically so so like I said I started I think because like particularly the first lockdown like here in the UK the weather was really great spent a lot of time like in my garden kind of working out because that was just something to do wasn't it yeah yeah, yeah. so um I was I was posting a bit about that and I think like once my followers started creeping quite close towards 10k was when I started to be contacted by by a few companies saying oh would would you would you be interested in receiving a few products and um, posting a few pictures. And I was just like, yeah, great, uh-huh. freebies. I'm, I'm down with this. So, uh, <laughs> Happy days, yeah. Exactly, exactly. So, so yeah, just, uh, I just started receiving mainly, mainly underwear mm-hmm. uh, to start off with. Um, and I think a, a bit of a, well, there was a c- kind of a, t- a couple of turning points with a couple of brands. So one was um, with Molly and Tommy. Yes. Uh, who I know 
you guys uh, have done done some stuff with yeah. with Darren, who yeah. who owns Molly and Tommy. So shout out to Darren; he's been super kind to me. Uh, sent me sent me a bunch of um, of his products, and I've yeah really proudly uh, modelled them, which has been uh, which has been awesome. Mm-hmm. And when I post pictures of myself wearing his products um, or, or or, or any brand's products, for matter of fact, uh, they would kind of repost the pictures, and that kind of helps with helps with exposure. Yes, uh-huh. yeah. I also I also did a um, a photo shoot for Box Menswear as well. Um, I think it was like early 2021, and I don't know if you know of Box Menswear, but they have like they were kind of like the first one of the first gay um, kind of underwear menswear type company that like had a massive uh, social media presence and being featured on their channels like served me really well I got a lot of followers right yeah. from them um posting some of my pictures yeah because I remember box used to always come up on my um my Facebook or Instagram so they really mm-hmm. hit the social media market that was as you say definitely the first sort of gay underwear brand that kept coming up uh, that I saw yeah yeah exactly so and I know and I mean now there's like there's there's loads of gay underwear brands um and a lot of a lot of people have moved into that space and you know you can you can do it from from your house almost yeah, like yeah. if you come up with a a design idea you can you can order these products from you know wherever in the world and uh, and, and and create your own brand but um but yeah that's that that's kind of how it all started and it just it kind of um just really uh, evolved from there really uh, I just had a lot more companies contact me saying oh we really like your look we really like the pictures that you take we really like the vibe that you give off can we send you some stuff and that's that's evolving into like more of like the paid partnership um, type work now as well so I do make kind of a little bit of of money from the content that I create but ultimately I just uh, I like to have like a, a product or an item to work with and I just enjoy getting getting creative with uh with it wow so you, you're not a um a, this is not your full-time job right being an influencer you do something else as well yeah amazing yeah, yeah, yeah. it's like a little side hustle absolutely absolutely love it yeah and, and like i've got a like a very corporate job <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> like, uh, and a lot of my like colleagues uh, at work actually follow me on Instagram and after like the period of uh, working from home during COVID where a lot of my Instagram growth happened and I started going back to the office I was dead nervous like were you yeah I was really nervous what people were going to say and 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 how I was going to be perceived um but I've got to say everyone's been absolutely awesome about it and um yeah like dead supportive and they're like you do you and we think it's absolutely great um so yeah um, it, it, it was absolutely incredible to to go back to wow that is really is amazing so I'm so I'm just trying to venture back now to lockdown did you used to have a passion for sort of working out and working on your figure or was that literally just from lockdown you decided I'm just gonna go for it and sort of see what I can achieve with my body I was thinking about this the other day and I can't really remember like where it came from but I just always had like this desire to I guess build myself uh, a nice a nice looking body uh, or a body that I thought looked nice Uh, I think that's that's kind of important to say Mm -hmm. Um, when I was younger when I was at school 
I wasn't I wasn't fat or I, I wasn't overweight. I wasn't chubby or anything like that, but I wasn't into sports at all. I really didn't enjoy being at school. I got I got bullied quite badly when I was at school and PE was like my worst lesson of the week when kind of things would be really bad and I would do anything to skip it Mm. Uh, so kind of all throughout my school years I was never involved in like sports teams or anything like that I just wasn't interested in fitness but yeah come my 20s I really started um, getting the bug for it I guess Um, and yeah kind of throughout my 20s into my 30s I've just year on year on year kind of um, well always focused on my fitness but I think in lockdown I really it was a a bit of a turning point for me where Mm. I just kind of like thought about it a bit differently I really um yeah I just I just upped I I just went next level with it and um yeah documented it uh, through my Instagram and uh yeah it kind of really resonated with uh with the people that were following me but now look you absolutely thriving from it so that Mm. is amazing because I'm so sorry about your childhood experience with sports and I do feel a lot of um a lot of gay men do go through that similar story that you've shared I know that I had a similar experience used to dread PE and the thought of um sort of changing in front of boys as well you know particularly that straight lad energy was really daunting and it really put me off sports um and I only started going to the gym later on in life because um I kind of found it in my own pace and my own time without having that like school pressure on yeah 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 big time I mean like I said I I grew up in kind of a small town in uh, quite a, a rural county there was and I mean it was back in back in the 90s and that was a different time then and mm. I didn't know anyone gay and I was getting bullied for being gay mm-hmm. as well even though I'd not said I was gay but as uh, as the listeners had I've probably picked up by now. I I have a bit of a camp voice, and trust me, I was a late bloomer before this broke. It was it was a really like quite feminine voice, and it just made me and it just put a big target on my back. And mm. yeah, it was uh, it was not a great time, but. Um, but yeah, it's uh, it's all in the past now, and I've become a stronger and better person because of because of all of that experience. Well, Dave, I think you've got a lovely voice, and I think you might be coming for Brad's job. <laughs> <laughs> no, because I, I, I am looking for a new co-host of my bigger podcast, and I feel like you would be a great fit, and I feel like you offer a lot more to the table than Brad does. <laughs> Look, there's only one thing to settle this. I propose a threesome. (laughs) (laughs) Three gays, one city. What could possibly go wrong? (laughs) Oh my goodness. I think that's a really good place just for us to take a very short break, compose ourselves. So listeners, we'll be back after this very short break. Well, podcasters, one thing that we put on our Instagram the other week was a poll about various cosmetic surgeries and procedures and things like that, just to get your thoughts and opinions and your vote on. So one of the things we put out was, have you ever had Botox? And a lot of our listeners got in touch and voted and it was 15% said yes, 85% no. 
And the other question was, would you ever consider getting Botox? And that was basically 50-50. So that was actually quite high. Benji, you've never had Botox, have you? No, I haven't. I've got a lot of friends (laughs) that have had it. Anyone in particular that you know? (laughs) (laughs) No, no close friends that I've spoken to recently. Um, And a few of them have been like, oh, you know, we're going. Do you want to come too? Because they seem to do it in like little groups. Like they they go off in like threes. Like, oh, we're all going to get it done. Like like a party, like a Botox party. <laughs> um, and I've not actually gone. And I, it's not something that I'm totally against. I just, I haven't quite felt the need to have it yet. But I'm, I'm definitely not anti it at all. But yeah. <laughs> I would ask you, have you? But we know you have. <laughs> <laughs> I have. It's why you constantly look surprised. <laughs> so I've got a big smile on my face all the time. It's just Botox <laughs> in that position. <laughs> but um, Dave, what are your thoughts on Botox? Have you ever had any? So no, I have never had uh, had Botox. And I, I think when you ran the poll a week or two ago, I probably voted that no, I wouldn't. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm just, I'm just worried that like having Botox would, I don't know, would change the shape of my face or yeah. it would like mm. kind of, I, I just, I don't know. I'm, yeah, I don't feel comfortable like injecting something like that into my face. Um, you know, I'm, I'm 40. I'm not a spring chicken. I've definitely got some <laughs> wrinkles, but I'm just like, I'm, I just, I just want to kind of grow old gracefully. And yeah, I just, yeah, I'm, I'm not, I'm not down with it. Yeah, that's fair enough. I mean, it's not for everyone. And um, to be honest, I was a little bit off put by it for a few years as well. Cause I, I hate needles. I hate injections. It's just not for me, but um, <laughs> I'm sure, you know, someone got it for me as a birthday present. <laughs> <laughs> how rude <laughs> which i still think is such a slap in the face i don't know why you can't see that as hilarious that somebody for your birthday got you botox i just think i still want to know who it was i mean unless you'd asked for it specifically if someone said i bought you your birthday present and it's botox i'd be like yeah you're not my friend anymore <laughs> thank you brad you hadn't asked for it had you it was just literally out of the blue well it was like we're going for like a surprise spa treatment day and we got like a pedicure as well um <laughs> but then botox was included and i thought oh thanks wow <laughs> sounds more like an intervention so you've got ugly feet um, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> do you need to put an iron on your face apparently so <laughs> oh my gosh hilarious um but yeah i i, I just i i totally know what you mean dave and brad you're gonna read me for this but i'm gonna say it anyway go for it I am attracted to the male form, right? And I actually quite like it when somebody, when a guy, I don't use the word ages because I think you can have wrinkles at any age, but I enjoy, I I don't necessarily want to marry someone who's totally, like completely smooth in the face (laughs) constantly. (laughs) Do you know what I mean? Like I like expression on people's faces. I like people's smile, their warmth, like their expression. I think if you rid your face of that, it kind of... I don't know. Maybe maybe I read a lot of people through body like um, mm. expression. I hear what you're saying. Do you see where I'm trying to get to? And yeah. If, the yeah. reason why I'm laughing is because you like twinks. You like that smooth, fresh face. <laughs> right. This is why I knew you were going to read me. <laughs> yeah, that's why. <laughs> they don't need to worry about Botox. <laughs> <laughs> I hear what you're saying. When I got my Botox done, um, the surgeon said, well, he was like, I don't think you need that much. I was like, to be honest, 
I don't Ivan. That's not me trying to be big headed, but I think I've actually got all right skin for my age. That's because he'd already been paid and he was trying to save the Botox. <laughs> <laughs> but um, he asked me like, what do I do for a job? And I was like, well, I do hosting and events and things. And he was like, well, do you use facial expressions and that? You know, I was like, well, yeah, you know, that's kind of my face is a bit animated, I guess. He was like, well, I wouldn't want to put too much on you because then that will sort of take away your expressions. So I only got a tiny bit just around my eyes. Because you know when you smile and you get those like um, crow's feet around your eyes, what I'd noticed about me personally is in the last couple of years, they'd got a bit more present or prominent. So I got got it done there and it did actually look quite fresh, I thought. And <laughs> what was funny is that I saw like friends afterwards, didn't tell them I got it done. They're like, God, you look really fresh. Like, have you been sleeping well lately? It's like, no, a bit of Botox. So I do think it does work. But yeah, I agree with you. I, you wouldn't want to kind of overdo it and then have no expression on your face. Yeah, completely. I think that's the thing is like when you see people have overdone it and it kind of almost gives them like this like puffy look. Yeah. Particularly around their, around their eyes and their foreheads. Yeah, right. And like a bit of a shiny plastic yeah. look. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And it's that side of it that, yeah, yeah, really puts me off. And I'm like, agreed. No, I don't want to look like that. Yeah. So if you are going to do it, my advice would be just little, little minimal times, not, <laughs> not full face. Do you know where I would have Botox though is in my armpits? Oh my yeah. God. Dave, you've read my mind. I was literally going to say this before. And then I was like, no, I can't say that because Brad's going to just think I'm disgusting. But no, I've, I've read about this. It stops you sweating, right? Yeah. yeah like, so I, I, I think because I work out a lot and I like generally just kind of run warm all the time. Like I've, like very often got quite like sweaty armpits and it's kind of a bit of a hang up of mine Mm. so yeah I was I would consider having Botox in my armpits to reduce how much I sweat there but then I do have a fear that the sweat would just come out somewhere else (laughs) right yeah end up with like a really sweaty back or like a really sweaty crotch (laughs) (laughs) yeah I have read that if you get underarm it it does just increase sweating elsewhere yeah but um no I've I've read that because there's certain colors that I just won't wear because I'm too terrified Mm -hmm. of going out and ending up with sweat patches because like if I go out i I do dance. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I will uh, let loose. And uh, I can't do that in a grey t-shirt. Yeah, I was just about to say the same, Benji. Like, grey is a big no-no. It's like the worst for sweat patches. Yeah. Friends call it danger grey. <laughs> you, you know, you know it's going to happen. It's very informative this episode, isn't it? I'm learning a lot of things. <laughs> yeah. Don't go out with Benji when he wears a grey t-shirt. <laughs> <laughs> well, going back to the poll. So we did the bit about Botox and I kind of thought to be honest that more people would consider getting Botox done I feel like that's become more and more common of recent times Mm. Um, but the the next question we put out was have you ever had plastic or cosmetic surgery uh 13% said yes 87 no and then would you ever consider get any surgery done and again that was well that's 57% said yes so kind of more on the the yes side than the no hmm. which i thought was quite interesting and that was actually a higher result than what i was thinking to be honest so what are your thoughts on that because benji i know you've not had any plastic or cosmetic surgery done at all no but i know this last year in particular you've been maybe considering dipping your toe into that yeah i can't decide if it's 
pressure though that I feel like I need to mm. or if it's laziness because <laughs> I just don't want to spend that much time at the gym I, like I do enjoy the gym but I go to like clear my mind it's like my it's kind of like a form of therapy for me I completely escape I can't be on my computer I can't take phone calls mm. and I just sort of escape my general routine it's not necessarily to go and build up a physique although I would love to have a better physique in my mind of what I what I seem a think a, a better physique would be yeah um and I wonder sometimes if I'm as I'm getting older I'm like well I could just get it done for me sort of within the space of a couple of hours which would take me like six months at the gym I don't know but I haven't done it but then again I'm someone who's not even got a tattoo because I'm scared that if I have anything done that isn't reverse- reversible that I will freak out because I've got like OCD mm. and um it'll actually cause me even more <laughs> issues <laughs> so that that's my brain like if i it did get some like nipped or tucked ones if i didn't like the result and then stuck with it yeah do you know what i mean but it's 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 again loads of my friends and i do mean a lot of them have gone under the knife for various procedures some of them are have, they've need to do because of um well health reasons let's say but others is purely to make themselves look better like i've got this one friend that i went to college with she's absolutely gorgeous and she's had i was talking to her last week she's had like 23 procedures now oh my god that's loads yeah and she's literally trying to make herself look more and more like a barbie doll oh and i kind of feel like people get hooked on it yeah i was just about to say the same i think some people get addicted to it yeah i think it can give you like a bit of a buzz it's like an element of control and you get yeah, you get addicted to that, mm. being able to modify yeah. a part of yourself. Mm. But I do think like in the gay community, whenever I open my Instagram, or even the podcast Instagram account, I'm bombarded with like posters of events coming up and it is just very sort of muscular or like thick guys in yeah. in, in either like bondage clothes, like whatever, advertising these parties. And my first thought is, well, I can't go to those because I don't look like that. I, I would agree with you. There is like an element of that out there isn't there um there are certain parties and events that advertise for that sort of um muscular look mm. and therefore it attracts those sort of people and i agree some of my friends feel like they also can't go to those events because they don't look that way mm-hmm. which i don't think is right mm-hmm. but um dave have, have you ever had anything done or would you consider getting anything done in the future i've not had anything done i don't think i'd get anything done um never say never but uh, yeah, I don't think I'd get anything done. You know, like, I loved what you were saying, Benji, there about kind of going to the gym because it's kind of good for your mental health. It goes mm. to clear your mind. And, you know, I get all of those benefits from the uh, from the fitness stuff that I do in absolute abundance. But mm. I think, like I was saying before, I have kind of really focused on um, various aspects of fitness. So part of it's kind of cardiovascular becoming a good runner becoming a good cyclist but I've really enjoyed going to a gym lifting weights and uh, kind of toning my body because I have kind of been fascinated with that ability to build a physique mm-hmm. and combine that with kind of nutrition and diet and to kind of see my body kind of change develop grow progress over over a period of time and I I'm I get much more of a buzz from that than I think 
I would ever do from just going kind of under the surgeon's knife yeah. Or, yeah. or having some liposuction. I just, yeah, I just think that there's more healthy and cheaper ways that you can do it. <laughs> For sure. I think, I think actually probably the biggest thing is like how much like plastic surgery costs. I'm like, I could go on holiday like, or two holidays for that amount of money. So I'd rather do that. Yeah, it is expensive. I mean, I know, Brad, that yeah. you never paid your bills, but it is expensive <laughs> to go to Harley Street. I was ready to pay that bill. They just never took the cash out. <laughs> yeah, it's because they botched it. They did a botched job and they thought we just won't charge them. We can't get sued. <laughs> um, because, yeah, for anyone who is listening who maybe is not sure what we're talking about right now, I um, got a hair transplant done about five, six years ago. And it was meant to cost five grand in Harley Street. And it's quite an expensive place to get it done. It's it's the kind of place to go in the UK, isn't it, um, Harley Street? Mm. Um, and for that reason, the, the prices are really high. But if you were to go to Turkey, which I know a lot of men go to Turkey to get hair transplants, it's like 1,000, 2,000 pounds. So it is like yeah, much more than, yeah, more than half the price cheaper. But I was <laughs> sort of a bit lucky because um, I paid my deposit, which cost me a thousand pounds. And then after the surgery, they just never took the rest of the money out because I was going to pay the rest off on direct debit on, on finance <laughs> over a couple of years. And I even called them up and said, Oh, you've not taken anything. Like, when when's the payments coming out? And they're like, I will send you a letter. Don't worry. Keep an eye out. No letter came. No pennies ever got taken out. Thank you very much, Hardy Street, for the uh, almost free hair transplant. Oh my gosh. <laughs> lucky. You are very lucky. Like some people have like saved for years for that. <laughs> I know. And there you are, freebie. But I think if you put good out into the world, you get good back, you know. I'm all about the good karma. Yeah, true. I think it's really interesting. Just going back to what you said, Dave, before, I think it's really interesting that you've come at it from almost like a scientific point of view of like pushing your body and trying to work out how you can affect, like change your physique in a physical way. I think that's a, I mean, you are genuinely a lovely person, like having spoken to you, you're you're a really, really nice guy. And I think that is hugely telling it in that story in itself, because I think people that go to the gym because they feel the pressure from society, I think in a way it makes them a little bit more bitter. Yeah. And I think if you're going to the gym for those reasons, you're probably going for the wrong reasons. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and it's, it, I, I, I wouldn't imagine that that's kind of a good, good mindset to go into like a training kind of session or kind of phase in at all. Like if you were working your way towards like a, a holiday or, or I don't know, just, uh, just, just any reason really. I think if you, yeah, if you if you're there because you feel pressure to, then you're just going to get frustrated because because progress is slow. Mm. They say it's like a marathon and not a sprint. And when you're trying to build muscle or lose body fat or um, tone up a certain area, it takes ages. Mm, yeah. It sometimes takes ages. And the older you get, the longer it takes and the harder it is. So yeah, if you're there because of societal pressures. Uh, you're just going to get demoralized really, really quickly. Mm. Um, so yeah, you've 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 got to be you've got to be doing it for the right reasons, and the right reason to go from my perspective kind of starts with you. Yeah, that's really good advice. Um, honestly, hearing you, your story, and your, sort of your background and how you got into fitness, and sort of how successful you've made a love and a passion of yours um, into a bit of a side hustle, I think it's amazing. And uh, yeah, I'm just 
so inspired listening to you it makes me want to go to the gym oh thank you (laughs) i love it i love it when i get messages on instagram kind of to that effect where someone will just out of the blue send me a message and just saying like i've been i've been following you for a while and you know i i I feel like really inspired by you and um it's made me kind of get back into fitness or you know really start to think about kind of improving my health and stuff like that I just yeah it just it really kind of warms my heart because I'm like wow god like obviously I can see I've got a lot of followers and that type of stuff but it really gives me an appreciation of what I'm putting out there and I wrote like the bio that's on my Instagram page like a while ago and like the final point on it is that it's around kind of spreading smiles and positive vibes and because that's what I want to do I want people Mm, to see my pictures and feel good and feel happy and feel cheered up and and all that type of stuff because I'm really aware that um, an Instagrammer like me kind of operates in in a space of social media that can be attributed to like a quite quite a a toxic space like toxic masculinity and Mm -hmm. uh, people having really low self-esteem and um, kind of perception of their own body image and kind of feeling like you know you'll never aspire to kind of have these perfect bodies and stuff like that and I'm really mindful that some of the messages that me and other Instagrammers like me might be kind of touching on those areas and yeah it's, it's kind of one thing that kind of bothers me uh, about what I do but Mm -hmm. that's massively outweighed by those messages that say like you know your daily post or the things that you're putting on your story are kind of giving me a lift and giving me motivation so so please continue Uh, that's they're they're the people that I'm doing it for oh well that is amazing and I'm all for making people feel better and more confident about themselves and spreading the love so yeah we are all on board with that yes (laughs) Um, So, Dave, we do actually have some questions to ask you from our listeners. So (laughs) we might stop for a little break, top up our drinks, because I feel like we're going to need one with these questions. Let's do it. Let's do it. I might get something a bit stronger for this section rather than my protein shake. (laughs) I think you'll need it. (laughs) Oh, my goodness. I can't believe it. Benji, do you know what that sound means? I was drinking my wine. Yes, I know what that, <laughs> I know what that means. That means we've come to the end of part one of this week's episode. Time has gone so fast, but we will be back next week with part two, still joined by the lovely Dave Rich, where we'll be asking your questions. You don't want to miss that one. No, you don't, because some of them are filthy. Filth! <laughs> They're outrageous. <laughs> but, podcasters, that is all we have time for on this week's episode. If you don't already, please head over to our Instagram it's at Big Gay Podcast. Or you can go to our website, which is mybiggaypodcast.com, have a little peruse, sign up to our party list, and maybe even buy yourself a cheeky little mug. And who wouldn't want a My Big Gay mug? I know. And next week, it is part two of our Thrupper with Dave Rich and season four finale. Can you believe it? Another season done. So make sure you grab yourself a drink and join in with a little party. Yeah, but like I said, that is all we have time for on this week's episode. Until next week. See you next Wednesday. Right. Come on, Dave. I'm taking you for a drink. Oh, where are we going, Benji? Benji? Benji?
My Big Gay Podcast would love, love, love to thank this month's subs. I mean subscribers. Who are the following? Becky B, Vasilis, Jay, William Mealy, Jack, Joe Brown. As well as Richard, Mark, Tommy, Kendrick, Rob Houghton, Michael Leonard and Marty. By subscribing, you're helping to keep my Big Gay Podcast free and accessible to the LGBTQ plus community around the world. Yes, and thanks to your generosity, we're now able to make the podcast transcribed so that those that are hard of hearing can also enjoy the podcast. It only costs less than a cup of coffee a month and you can cancel at any time. Well, if you really want to. And don't forget, you'll also be added to our close friends list on Instagram for extra content just for your eyes. Oh, Benji, you're not going to make me put up nudes, are you? No, mate. We're trying to thank our following, not send them running. (laughs) 